Hey guys, just wanted to do another podcast, another episode, coming at you, to take hold of. I might be bouncing around a bit with this episode, because uh, there's been a lot of things on my mind lately. So, I'm quite the mutable person, to the degree that if I'm around people who seem to do nothing but work at bringing each other down, let's say, or making things worse, that sort of energy, I I absorb it, let's say. I absorb it, and it can make me be bitter, become bitter, feel bitter, and it has recently. Um, I've kind of gotten out of it, uh, but, um, and I understand that you can't control the behavior of other people. And all you can really do with people who are just trying to aim down and maybe bring you down with them is, I suppose, to make the observation to them that, hey, is this necessary? And they might go forward with it and you have no, you can't control them at that point, you know. That's why it's wise to say don't rescue do not try to rescue somebody who does not want to be rescued and be very careful about rescuing someone who does and that's one of um, uh, Jordan Peterson's 42 rules that he first put up on Quora the website Quora before he wrote his book there's 42 of them, and that was one of them, which is, and that's sort of about being a clinical psychologist and how to not take on uh, patients' problems and how to sort of, you know, the the fact that if you try to solve someone else's problem, you might not be solving the right problem, and it might be the wrong solution to to the problem. So that's what you know. That's why you should be careful of helping someone who does want to be helped, but the other thing is too is that they can also pull you down. So let's say they do want to be helped, it might be too much for you to handle. And so let's say you you stop speaking to them or you know you put up some boundaries, you know, and then a while goes by and you're like, okay, well I'm gonna tear down these boundaries and extend an olive branch and same thing happens again. So you're like, these these walls are coming back up. And and then they start to be emotionally abusive, let's say. They start projecting, and suddenly you find yourself in a situation where you have to, where you want to, perhaps, tell them off. And you might ask yourself, you might stop and say, well, what's going to be more beneficial? If I confront the person, because you should confront the things that frighten you, let's say, but not dangerous things, but you should confront the things that frighten you or stand in your way. And if this person is not standing in your way, let's say, let's say you can ignore the person and your life will just go on the way it has been going on, and you just, you don't react, you don't respond, nothing kind of like that rule with dogs, you know, what is it? No look, no touch, no speak kind of thing. If you apply that to the person, 
and your life keeps going on, then perhaps they're not really standing in your way. So then you might ask yourself, okay, well, should I confront this person or should I just completely ignore them? And that might even happen if you're having a, a conversation with somebody and they say something you don't particularly like. It's like, should I acknowledge that they said that or should I just ignore it? Well, it depends on the situation, but I would say first you try to ignore it. And a good example of that is actually something that happened yesterday. So yesterday, uh, our neighbor was cutting the grass and he was what my dad called uh, burning his yard because the, the blade was so low to the ground that it was starting to like burn the yard. Um, and there was a lot of dirt on that side and some rocks. And the rear window on the van was hit by a rock. And we saw the impact point. We didn't see it happen, but we knew what happened. It's pretty obvious because there's an impact point at the top. And then it sort of spiderwebbed out throughout the rest of the entire windshield. So it was like a residual effect. And then two on either side of the, the not windshield, the rear window, on either side of the rear window there were holes and it was very symmetrical looking and it was like looked too much like an accident to be uh, something done on purpose but he didn't really stop mowing his grass or he didn't come over to say anything so we went outside and you know I, I you know I discovered this and I got my dad outside and we look at the guy and he's still going about his business he's like cheese trying to avoid the situation and he finally stops and my dad says something to him and the guy kind of says oh Oh yeah, or something like that. And my dad kind of just like walks away assuming that this neighbor is going to do the right thing. And I continue to stand there and watch him. And he's trying to fix his, his lawnmower because something happened, like something got all caught up in the blades, I guess, or something. So he's lying on the ground. So he pops his head up like, oh yeah? And then lays back down and, you know, goes back to fix his lawnmower. And I'm staring at this guy and I'm like, what? So I said to him, is that it? Is that all you're going to do? And, you know, he's, he gets defensive. And and, uh, and I was like, again, I said, so that's all you're going to do. You're just going to lie back down and fix your lawnmower. And then he said something smart to me. He said, well, let me get the let me get the the windshield or the, the window out of my truck for you. And, like, that's the moment where I could have really got... Like, I can really get confrontational. But, because cause that's something that a child would say, by the way. Like, what do you want me to do? Get this, get the get the window out of my truck. Yeah, because I have a window in my truck. That's like something a kid would do. And this is a grown man. And I didn't respond to it. I just completely ignored it because responding to it would just get into a fight. And the, and the problem would not be resolved. So I didn't even acknowledge it because his statement wasn't relevant to the problem and I wanted it to get from A to B without any conflict as, as soon as possible so I just stood there and was just like what are you going to do about it and that's when he said you know what do you want me to do and I said hey there's plenty you can be doing man but and that was it and he ended up coming over and helping clean it up and get all the broken glass off and everything and he actually wrote us a blank check so 
there's one situation where you know you can give someone's smart ass uh, statement your attention like you can give it to them and then probably make things worse or you can just completely ignore it you know and that's what I would suggest anytime you're in a conflict and someone says something to try to be defensive or 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 whatever it is to try to piss you off just ignore it I know you're just gonna be hard it was hard it was sort of difficult for me which was sort of surprising because I'm, I'm sort of a confrontational person myself but you'll learn when to tell how to tell when those phrases those utterances come out of people's mouths because what they say is just It's almost like they're trying to steer the conversation away from the problem. It's like, no, let's let's go back to this problem. It's not, you know, almost like a straw man in a sense. Um, so it's like, you might ask yourself, am I going to make this problem worse than it already is? If a person is actually pulling you down every day and ignoring them is not an option and they are in your way because even if you did ignore them they would still cause you emotional pain or god forbid physical pain like so it's not an option to ignore them then i would say you better have a really good argument and you better know how to how to negotiate on your own behalf so it's not just an argument right because an argument is like, this is what I believe, and here's why I'm right, and here's why you're wrong. No, a negotiation would be like, here's what's going on, here's what's happening, how can we resolve this? Like, what can I do to help resolve this? What, you know, what do you think about this? And you may want to do that sort of thing after you've seen a, a pattern, like a behavior repeated like three times perhaps, or, or maybe four times. I don't know how patient you are. But... And then if it gets to a point where the person just ends up yelling and crying and whatever, if they don't come back, because sometimes people will come back to the conversation, like they'll get upset, they'll cry, they'll yell, but then they'll come back to the conversation. And if they don't, then that's when, you know, you got to be like, then cut them off. So be confrontational, you know, don't let a, a bully get away with it sort of a thing like when you have to be first and foremost I would suggest that you completely ignore them you know and it's like something it's like it's like what you should do people don't do this by the way but when you have a bad employee you should not give them attention you should give your attention to the employees that are doing well and you might think, well, no, I need to give my attention to the bad employees. It's like, well, I don't know if, you know, I don't know if that's such a good idea. Because think about it like this. They might be doing it on purpose. It might be their only way of knowing to get attention. So, I mean, and they might even not even know that they're doing it. Especially if it's a pattern. If it's like if, if you have an employee, let's say, who does something bad over and over again and you don't give them attention for it like like let's say you give them a write-up okay but you don't keep giving them attention for it you're not hovering over them you're not making sure they're doing everything correctly you just 
ignore them, like, they won't be too happy about that. And so they're going to want your attention. And then they'll quickly figure out that, oh, if I do something correctly, if I actually do my job and I'm competent, then maybe I'll get attention from my boss. So it's like, it's something like that. It's like, you can, you should apply that to your friends and, you know, people in your family. It's like, the people who are doing a great job, you want to encourage, and I don't mean this in a manipulative way, it has to be genuine, you know, you have to give them your attention, and you have to be encouraging, and you should tell them that they're doing a great job, and tell them exactly what they did that you think they did a great job doing, and you, you have, like I said, you've got to be genuine, and, and it'll loop back. And then maybe they'll tell you how you're doing a good job at whatever it is. Maybe they'll say like, oh yeah, and you're being a great job at being a brother or something. You're being a great job at being a best friend. And But if somebody's not doing a good job, you don't want to tell them they're not doing a good job. I mean, maybe you do after a bit, but at first I would say just ignore it. Because people don't respond very well to being ignored. And like, you know, you know that. You know that. If you're in an argument with somebody and they don't respond, ooh, you know that gets under your skin that gets under your skin or when you're trying to tell somebody something and they don't respond to you like you know and this is something that you learn when you're a kid even like you want attention from people and when you don't get it it's like something's wrong so I'll go ahead and wrap up this little bit by saying ignore them first wait till they come to you and say like hey what have I been doing wrong? Or maybe they won't come to you and say that, and all the better. Confronting somebody should be a last resort. And you should do it with, uh, with a heavy heart. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about is... I've heard people say that um, I'm pretty good with intuition. Like I have a pretty good, pretty good third eye, if you will. Like I'm pretty intuitive. Well, I know third eye and intuition is not really the same thing, but I'm pretty intuitive, and I can detect when someone's not being genuine. Let's say, and I might tell someone, I might say, "Hey, you know, this person's not being." A genuine person like I see what they're doing they're trying to manipulate you I, I I know where this is going it looks like they're projecting onto you here which by the way people get projection mis mixed up a lot and I would suggest watching a video about it it's on YouTube the channel is called Academy of Ideas and they do one on um, projection and the shadow um, uh, Carl Jung's um, um, theory of the shadow is it a theory or philosophy but uh, basically you, you project your own shadow onto other people because you haven't faced it. So you haven't faced the fact that you can be a terrible person. So you project your terrible, your t own terrible, awful, inadequate flaws onto another person. But, and that kind of gets to what I was saying, is that people will say like, oh no, but they're a good guy. Like, yeah, but they're a good guy. It's like, oh yeah, but they're a good girl. You know, she's nice. She's good though. She's good. It's like, hmm. No. No. 
I think that statement, they're a good guy, which, by the way, I don't know if it's the alliteration or what, but good guy seems to be the thing that people say all the time. Or like, you know, oh, they're sweet, or they're nice, they're good. I think those statements are low resolution. Like, they don't, they're not all that helpful, one. Second is, it's. I would say that it's almost, you, you almost undermine the person with that description. Because it's like, oh, they're good. It's like, well, no, they're not. They're not good. They're also bad. Like, you might, you might mean that they are mostly good. Like, most of the things that they do are for the betterment of themselves and other people. But you should say it like that then and not, you know, use your words precisely and not just say something as simple and... I would say dumb as they're a good guy because they're not they're not you know we exist as potential which is a funny thing because your potential you don't really know exactly what it is and people know when you're not living up to it and and you would regard that as a genuine criticism people say you're not living up to your potential you don't know what that potential is that they're talking about you have no idea what they're talking about but you regard what they say to you as if it's a like if it's a a a, a criticism and then you might be like, oh man, I really am not living up to my potential. But you don't know what your potential is. It's something that exists in you, and at the same time, doesn't exist. And we exist as potential. And we have the potential to be good, and we have the potential to be bad. Now you can say, you can describe someone's flaws and how much of a jerk they're being to you, and then you might say, well, they have the potential to be good, or they're good at times. You know, they have – I wouldn't say they have good intentions because they – if someone's being emotionally abusive to you, they do not have your best interests in mind, period, period. They might act kindly towards you sometimes, but that might be – and if they're being emotionally abusive, that might be because they want something from you. So there's that. It's like, no – and it gets under my skin, you know. People will describe to me, like say to me, like, "Oh, you're a nice guy. You're a, you're a good man." And it's like, that's it. Like, I'm not trying to like, you know, get more adjectives, let's say, or more words from you. That's not what I'm trying to do. But it just seems so simple. And I know that there's like, you know, beauty and simplicity. Let's say, like going outside and seeing a natural a, a tree a big tree that's just beautiful in its simplicity is way better than looking at a tree that's been cut up into logs but there's just something about that statement that's just not it's too naive so um on that note uh, catch the next podcast, I guess. Want to make another one? And as always, aim high.